0: You've got an engineering background. You're a very, probably a very analytical kind of person. So, what was it that really hooked you about the idea of real estate investing?
1: Okay, hey, you, ha- you have your primary residence. Why don't you use the equity of your house to buy rental properties, which give mm-hmm. you another source of income aside from your nine to five jobs? I don't know about real estate. I only know about mortgage, which I'm paying every month. I don't know about equity. I don't know about leverage. Our first rental property is a duplex, which we bought using the equity of our primary residence.
0: There are millions of real estate investors out there, and most are stuck with just a couple of properties. They want financial freedom, but their small portfolio ends up costing them more in time, effort, and money than it's worth. Getting out of the rat race seems harder than ever. This show will help you do more deals, better deals, and bigger deals. Finally, you'll be able to reach your income and lifestyle goals. How? By attracting and leveraging private money partners and their capital. Now get ready to raise more money, because here's your host, Dave Dubow. Hey folks, welcome back. Today's Zooming In from beautiful Barrie, Ontario. We've got a very accomplished real estate entrepreneur, Mr. Tom De La Cruz who's originally from the Philippines, but he's now been living in Canada for quite some time and really shaking things up with real estate investing. In fact, Tom is in Barrie, Ontario. I'm in British Columbia, the complete other side of the country. And we just found out he's coming to my town to speak to his local Filipino community about real estate investing. So excited to dig in here, Tom. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much, Dave my pleasure to be here. appreciate your your invitation.
0: Yeah, so Tom, (laughs) hey, tell me a little bit about the Tom De La Cruz story. You're originally from the Philippines. Number one, what brought you to Canada? When was that? And then how did you get interested in real estate investing after that?
1: Okay, so yeah, I came originally from Philippines. Yeah, my name is Thomas De La Cruz, but Again, you can call me Tom Cruise for short, so you can remember <laughs> easily. And I work in, in the Middle East, specifically in Saudi Arabia and Dubai for 13 years. And what, then, what were
0: you working at, uh, Tom?
1: Uh, I'm a, a mechanical engineer by profession. Okay, very nice. So I work as a mechanical engineer in the Middle East. And then 2011, we moved to Canada. I have with me my family. I have my wife and my three kids. Mm -hmm. That was 2011. Then I pursued my professional engineering career here in Canada. So I got my license January 2020 and that time COVID hits. So yeah, I I was not able to use it. And that's the time I started my real estate investing. So basically I started real estate three years ago. Okay.
0: So let's let's back up for a sec. So you came to Canada in 2011 and between 2011 and 2020, you were working in Canada as an engineer, but they, did, they didn't recognize your your credentials? I'm sorry, I didn't understand that part.
1: Okay, so 2011, we came to Canada. I, I worked as laborer, like two years. You know, yeah. that the, the enigma of <laughs> coming to Canada as an immigrant. You yeah. don't have Canadian experience, so you have to survive. So yeah. I worked as a kind of laborer, labor jobs for two yeah. years. And then I, I got a job as an estimator. Still not my engineering field, but I work as estimator from 2013 to 2020. Estimator of a glass and aluminum company. Mm-hmm. Again, far away from engineering. Yeah. So during those time, I, I process my engineering, my application. So Canada didn't recognize my engineering degree from Philippines. So I said, uh, how can I accomplish? the licensing yeah so they they told me you have to have an interview or you take the exam so I took the exam route I, I took four different examinations and I passed them so
0: but that I'm sure that took a long time probably quite expensive I I don't know if you had to pay for those exams or whatnot and then you had to probably study up on whatever the Canadian version is of but I am I'm, I'm just imagining there was a lot of time and effort that went into that. Is that fair yeah. to say, Tom? Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's correct. So basically uh, PEO, professional engineers in Ontario, they're so strict about, about yeah. the experience in academic. Academic, I'm okay because I already passed the fourth technical exam that they gave me. Mm-hmm. In terms of experience, they wanted me to show that I'm working as an engineer. And since I'm working as estimator, so it's they didn't consider it as engineering jobs. So that yeah. long period of time from 2012 to 2020, it's a struggle to show too them much, that. Too day. much of
0: a gap there between what you were doing in Saudi Arabia and when you came to, yeah, it's a catch-22. All right, so then the pandemic hit, and then
1: yeah, so, job opportunities
0: <clears throat> were, were limited. Oh. So you pivoted towards real estate.
1: Right, so when yeah. we came to Canada, my, my, my goal basically is to travel, like yeah. one of my goals when, when we came to Canada is to travel 50 states of the United States. So we during 2012 and all that, we travel and then COVID hits, we got stuck in, in our room, like in yeah. the four corner of the house. So I just watch YouTube because you cannot go out, watch YouTube, Netflix. And then I saw one mentor saying, hey, if you want to learn real estate, join us, Mastermind via Zoom. One weekend, so I joined that mastermind for for Saturday and Sunday, and then I got
0: hooked.
1: <laughs> yeah. So who said, hey. who who
0: was that? Just out of curiosity, Tom, who was that original mentor?
1: It's Ben Humboldt. I don't know if you know him, like no, like I Ben don't. Murison. Uh, yeah. The group is Cashflow Tribe. They call it. Oh Cashflow. yeah,
0: yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Okay, so, so that joined- got you hooked. You've got an engineering background. You're a very probably a very analytical kind of person. So, what was it that really hooked you about the idea of real estate investing?
1: So they said, okay, you ha- you have your primary residence. Why don't you use the equity of your house to buy rental properties, which give mm-hmm. you another source of income aside from your nine to five jobs? Right. So I don't know about real estate. I only know about mortgage, which I'm paying every month. I don't know about equity. I don't know about leverage. So yeah. that mentorship taught me a lot about real estate. So. Our first rental property is a duplex, which we bought using the equity of our primary residence. And okay. then I said, oh, it's real. I mean, I can, you can do that. I can buy property without our own money.
0: Where where was that first duplex that you purchased, Tom? Was that in Ontario as well? Was that in Barrie?
1: Yeah, it's in Sudbury, Ontario.
0: Sudbury, like three, okay.
1: Three mm-hmm. hours from Barrie. So I bought that and
0: yeah.
1: then, ah, oh, that's okay. And then they also taught me about wholesaling real estate.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I
1: I, I did uh, I did wholesaling as well. So I got three vertical incomes now. We call it vertical. One is the nine to five income, and then I have the rental portfolio, and then an- another wholesaling business. So I got three sources of income now.
0: And so- and where are you finding the time? To do your full time job and wholesaling and managing a portfolio. It seems well, first of all, you only had the the duplex, so that wouldn't take too much time, but you've built it up significantly over the last three years, if I'm not mistaken.
1: That's correct. Yeah. For the last three years we have like for over a hundred rental units already. That's so amazing. Strategies. Oh, thank yeah.
0: you. Yeah. <laughs> so wholesaling. Whereabouts are most of the properties that you are wholesaling? Are they in Ontario? Are they across Canada? Are they in the States? What what market areas do you focus on for wholesaling deals?
1: Yeah, so I focus more on Northern Ontario, like Sudbury, Timmins, yeah. Kirkland Lake, Sault Ste. Marie in, in, in Ontario, Northern Ontario. And I also did some wholesaling in in Nova Scotia. Interesting. So I'm, yeah, I'm moving away from GTA because there's no cash flow in the GTA, right, Greater yeah. So I move away. I move further north. So when I you're
0: want- when you're wholesaling deals, Tom, who is the end buyer usually? Are they flippers? Are they buy and hold investors? Who's typically buying these wholesale deals from you?
1: Ninety nine percent or one hundred percent are buy and hold investors.
0: Which- really. Wow. Yeah,
1: which came from the Filipino community.
0: Interesting. So, okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: So what, my, yeah, what I did when like 2016, uh, I put up a Filipino community group. This is before
0: in- you even started thinking about real estate investing. Yeah,
1: and I don't know about real estate at that time. Yeah. So, so uh, as I said before, when we came to Canada, I worked as a laborer for two years. And I'm an engineer. I, I work as a project manager in Dubai. I said, yeah. this is wrong. Something is wrong in the system. So I decided that, hey, all all Filipino engineers in Ontario, let's form a group mm-hmm. so that when, when newcomers come in, when new engineers come in, we can easily integrate them into the market instead of suffering as a laborer. And yeah. that's, that's the goal. So-, so that was the
0: original purpose of the group in 2016. Yeah, was the just, not even all Filipinos, just Filipino engineers in Ontario
1: yeah.
0: getting together? So was this a Facebook group? What kind of community did you set up there, Tom?
1: Yeah, it's a Facebook group, and, okay. and we did so many activities too, like sports fest, helping community, and all that to make the people together.
0: Nice.
1: So yeah, we started twenty sixteen.
0: And and Indeed. just I'm I'm fascinated by this. That's why I ask all the questions. So you started off with the engineers. How many engineers did you end up with in the group when that was the focus of the group? What was what was the size of the group of just uh, engineers? initially
1: we were 2016 we were only like 25 members, yeah. and then we grew to as of today. I think more than 2700 members.
0: All engineers,
1: not not just engineers. We all we accepted different. Okay, so you started
0: to started to broaden it. So it was it was all Filipinos or or what? Yeah, all Filipinos. Filipinos Filipinos. living in Canada.
1: Yeah, mostly in Ontario.
0: Okay, Filipinos living in Ontario. Yeah, very very good. So, and it was really more of an advocacy advocacy group at the beginning to try and help engineers get over all this. Yeah, into the market
1: easily. yeah. 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 So that's our goal to help. To help new immigrants to integrate to, better, to integrate into the labor market right away.
0: Okay, very good. All right. So, sorry about that, but that's very, very smart. So, you started that community 2016. It's since morphed, and you're saying that your wholesaling business 100% of the deals you find you're selling to fellow Filipinos as long term buy and buy hold. And hold. Yeah. Interesting. Because most wholesalers, are selling their deals to flippers Mm, who can turn around and say, okay.
1: I haven't done that.
0: Yeah, so you haven't done that. But the advantage for you then is that you don't need to get a massive discount on these properties in order to be able to turn around and sell the contract and make a, a decent fee and still it cash flows for the other person. Correct. That's,
1: that's correct. Yeah. But as much as possible, I negotiate the price as low as I can. Yeah. So that the buyer, the end buyer who are my friends as well can benefit more because the price is so low so I can sell it to them at a lower price than what it should be.
0: Fantastic. No, that is so smart, Tom. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. So, so at this point, what do you find works best for finding these wholesale type deals? What what marketing is working best for you?
1: Yeah, I haven't done like flyers and mail mail campaign. I haven't done that. No, mostly relationship capital. I, I get connected with the realtors. I got connected with the property managers. I got connected with the inspectors. So those people are giving me leads, and nice. and yeah. Like like last last year I made fifty-two wholesale deals. So it's uh, like once every
0: week. One a week. So yeah. I'm just curious. A, a realtor, what benefit is there for you, for them referring somebody to you instead of them trying to get the listing and make a commission?
1: They are sure that if I buy it from them, I can close the deal. That's
0: one. So they they do have it listed then?
1: They haven't some some of them they haven't listed it yet. Let's like, let's say they want to listed it next week. They okay. will call me Tom. I have a property. I will list it next week. Do you want to okay. grab it? I said, okay. Let's let's so put that. So like together. a pocket
0: listing. It pocket hasn't, listing. hasn't been put. Hasn't been put on MLS yet. Okay, yeah. and then property inspectors and different professionals. They say, hey Tom, we got a an interesting deal here. Take a look at it. And then you. So what do you do? You get it under contract and then yeah. put that out to your database of Filipino investors.
1: Yeah, I. I haven't actually sent it like a mass email before. Like if I have a deal, I just call one friend. Hey, you want a duplex or a fourplex? He said, yes, done. So it didn't even stay in my hand for, for a week, like nice. maybe a day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very, very nice. Okay. So that's the wholesaling side of your business. What about the buy and hold side of your business? You say you've you've grown that to over a hundred units in your portfolio you started with the duplex three years ago. What does your portfolio look like today? What what kind of properties? So 100 units between how many different properties?
1: I don't know how many properties now, but on our own, our personal, me and my wife's name, we have 29 units into seven properties. We have 10 plex, 4 plex, duplexes. So 29 units for us. And we have some partnership, the remaining are partnerships. But the 29 units that we own, I can say, we didn't use our own money because it's more on refinance, halo line of credit yeah, and private funds. So and then you've what, got
0: a whole bunch of joint, the other 71 units or 70 whatever units are with joint venture partnerships.
1: Yeah. I and I didn't put any money on that or yeah. some of them are 50, 50, but most are, they, they put the money and I do the, the, uh, active partner. Yeah. The general partner, they are the money partner.
0: Yeah. So, so, what kind of properties are these? Are they how many units in them typically? The um uh, the JV partners.
1: It's all multifamily. We, we are not buying single family. All of them are multifamily from duplex to tenplex. Mm-hmm. Tenplex is the biggest.
0: Two to ten units. Very cool. That's, and yeah. mostly in Northern Ontario as well, kind of in your sweet spot there.
1: Northern Ontario, we own 10 units in Nova Scotia as well. Two fourplexes and one duplex there. Yeah, and then the rest are in Northern Ontario.
0: That is awesome. Okay. So what has been, that? this is a very rapid growth of your real estate investing business. What have been some of your biggest takeaways from all of this, Tom?
1: Yeah, I can say... I, I have a principle. I can share it here, maybe. I call it Siri principle. Siri is S I R I. You know, Siri. Yeah. Turn on the light. Siri. Play yeah, them, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: like that.
1: So I call it Siri. So my main thing is, if ever, if there are some uh, meetups, I show up. So that's my S. Show up in every every gatherings and all that. Meet people. So that's my S. That show up and yeah. then invest in yourself. So I. I paid my mentor, initially my mentor, I paid 30,000 for six months mentorship. So I invest in myself. Until now I'm paying for my mentors. So, and then my R is reach out. So if I don't know anything, I reach out to the people who knows what I wanted to do. So that's my R. And then the I is, I increase my income. So if I'm working on my nine to five, I have to another source of income. But yeah, when I started real estate 2020, one year after I quit my job. So it's been two years now that I'm jobless.
0: (laughs) I (laughs) I wouldn't say (laughs) you're self-employed, my friend. That's that's
1: (laughs) kinda. Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. So I'm very, very impressed, first of all, Tom. That is a fantastic success story, and congratulations. All of that struggle and crap that you went through working in manual labor and doing jobs that were way below your professional pay grade. Um, I can only imagine how frustrating that must've been. Now you're making up for lost time. You're doing amazing things in in a very short period of time. I love your Siri principle. Um, So tell me a little bit about your process and your philosophy or your way of doing things when it comes to bringing on joint venture partners, raising private capital, that sort of thing. How did that start for you and and what does that look like today?
1: Yeah, so raising capital actually is not that difficult. It's just Mm -hmm. that you have to show that what you're telling them, you have done that. Like, okay. Hey, you can buy content. real estate using not, none of your money. Have I done that? Yes. So I'll just teach them what to do. What are the processes? So basically I can say, hey, you can buy hundred units without your own money. Did I, do, did, have I done that? Yes. So there is a kind of trust and credibility on my side mm-hmm. that they believe in me and they follow what I did. And, and some, yeah, some people follow what I say. And yeah, that's one source of. Okay, but but how does
0: that relate to people investing with you and partnering with you and putting their money into your deals? Like those 70-some those, uh, units, those seven or eight properties that you've got with joint venture partners, how did you bring those people on board?
1: Yeah, so some of them are, or, or basically most of them are still working nine to five jobs. Mm-hmm. They don't have time, but they have money. They have equity. I have the experience, and I have the time. So we put them together. I can say I can manage the property. You just put the money in. We partner up. We buy a property. Mm-hmm. So that's, so how that's, do you
0: how do you get people engaged in those kind of conversations? How do you get where are they? How do you know them? How do you how do you get them from kind of not knowing anything about Tom Cruise's amazing. Real estate <laughs> journey to to investing fifty or a hundred thousand dollars with you.
1: So what we do, what I do usually is I I, uh, I conducted seminars or webinars, like I invited them to a Zoom call, and then I can tell them, hey, this is how you do it. This is how to buy properties using line of credit. This is how to buy property, how to get properties using Burr method. This is how to buy properties using refinance or Hilo. So I I I give them free free education, free knowledge. And then if you give something for free, something will come back to you. And in, in that case, it's the partnership. They trusted me because I have done those things. So they said, oh, I'm still scared to do it alone. Yeah. Would you be able to partner up with me? I said, why not? Right. Yeah. So that's that's one way.
0: That's but very, basically very I'm, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm giving ideas, I'm giving knowledge. They, they, so how do,
0: they, what do you found has worked best for you for getting the word out about these Zoom meetings that you hold? And, and do you do this on a very consistent basis or is it kind of every once in a while, whenever you think of it? or and Because this is very similar to something that we do with our clients to help them raise capital. So I'm just very curious about what works well for you, Tom.
1: Yeah, during COVID times until 20, until last year, yeah, we are doing it like regularly monthly zoom meeting mm-hmm. and then lately we are doing it in person so in in my case we are traveling to different cities like we, we we traveled to ottawa we conducted a seminar there like a workshop we traveled to calgary last month and did the same so we spread so within
0: person. do you fo- and you focus on the filipino community correct smart yeah yeah no i mean because that's that is an immediate affinity that you have with these people. They're going to trust you far more than they're going to trust somebody else, an outsider, right? And you have that shared experience of coming over from the, the Philippines and facing all of the, the crap that you have to go through in a, in a new country. And I, believe it or not, I can kind of relate to this, Tom. I, I actually lived overseas myself for 14 years. I I was the immigrant in Costa Rica uh, for 10 years. So I, you know, I think it was probably a lot easier for me being a pasty-faced white guy living in Latin America than other people coming to Canada. But even so, I still under, I understand that feeling of being an outsider. Yeah. Um, in, in a new place. And I know it's funny. In in Costa Rica, we had our own little costa rica canada club so all the expatriate canadians would get together and we'd hang out and and there was just that natural affinity so i can mm. see that being very very powerful that's that's yeah that's it's a smart smart thing
1: it's effective yeah that's true
0: it's it reminds me of a very another very smart um newcomer not even all that new but uh, aditya uh came from india and I can remember he came out to one of my events years ago, him and his wife, they're pretty new to the country, no clue. And then within a couple of years, he got his, kind of like you did, got his first property. Then he actually became a realtor. Mm-hmm. And then like, like what you're doing, starting community, he started his own YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And he really focused on talking about how newcomers, especially, primarily people from India, do overcome all the same stuff that you talk about with the, the Filipino community and that blew up. I, I can't remember how many subscribers he's got, but it's like 25 or 30,000 or something like that. Wow. Most of them in Canada. Cause there's a huge Indian community here. And then he does these, these YouTube videos and then boom, just like you now he's got people reaching out to him Well, he does his realtor business. Kind of like you do the wholesaling business. Yeah. So he's selling and, helping people buy and sell properties. That's one vertical. And then he's got his portfolio that he's building up and he educates people like you do. How do you do a bur How do you access home equity to invest in properties? And people reach out and say, Aditya, I'm scared. Can you help me do this? And yeah. voila. So very, very smart, Tom. That is yeah. that is and brilliant. Yeah. You and,
1: and, and it's a good thing because you have the same language. It's easy yeah. to understand your own language, right? Then.
0: Well, and forgive me, but yeah, I, I haven't been to the Philippines, but I do work with a lot of Filipinos. Aren't there a whole bunch of different languages in the Philippines?
1: Yeah, we have more than 100 dialects. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but there's one main one that, in addition to English, everybody speaks English very well. But there is one main one that you all speak as well, correct?
1: Yeah, that's the Filipino language. It's common to all Yeah.
0: To yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, that, is, that is so smart, Tom. So what are your plans moving ahead? What... Uh, What does life have in store for you, Tom, now that you've tasted so much success so quickly with real estate?
1: So right now we we are still keeping our rental portfolio and I have four teams on my wholesaling business. So they're doing wholesaling now. So I'm out of that business right away.
0: You say you got four people on your wholesaling team? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: we had two two acquisitions and two dispositions. Okay. So they find the deals, the other two find the buyer. So they dispose the property. All
0: working within your database of Filipinos.
1: Correct. Nice, yeah.
0: nice, nice. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: And then right now I'm transitioning from real estate to buying businesses. Oh wow! So yeah, we have. Uh, I have a closing next month on a windows and doors company. So I bought a windows and I'm not yet bought because we haven't closed yet. You're
0: closing, but you yeah.
1: yeah, I'm I'm transitioning to buying businesses because it has more cash flow than real estate.
0: Yeah, these days cash flow in real estate's a little bit uh, low, a little bit lower. Yeah, very, very cool, Tom. Well, hey, you know what? Congratulations on all of your success. It's very well deserved. I'm so pleased for you. Um, If people would like to connect with you, whether they're Filipinos or not, what should they do?
1: Yeah, I'm always on Facebook. Just read, look for Tom de la Cruz. I, I, I'm in Facebook most of the time. I have Instagram. Uh, it's investor underscore engr. Investor engineer. Filipino community. I'm I'm always active here and there. So yeah, they can reach out to me if if they needed some guidance, partnerships, or yeah, something.
0: Very good. Awesome, Tom. Well, it's been a pleasure to meet you. Thanks so much for coming on the show.
1: Thank you, Dave. Thank you so much.
0: All right, everybody. Take care, and we'll talk to you on the next episode. This episode is brought to you by MoneyPartnerFormula.com. Our Money Partner Formula service allows you to raise all the private capital you need to do all the deals you want while we handle the hard stuff. We offer reliable and affordable done for you marketing services that get you investor meetings booked without all the work. So go ahead and check out the website right now and then feel free to schedule a call with me and let's take your portfolio to the next level. Again, that's moneypartnerformula.com. Watch investigators Meetings pop up in your calendar. We handle the rest.